How y'all doing? I'm Paul Ryan, your host of the ATV, or excuse me, the Across the Cowboys podcast. If you're new to the show, thank you for joining us. And to our regular listeners, welcome back. With me, as always, is my co-host, the greatest co-host in the world, Mike the Pig Crumb. Mike, how are you? Doing good, man. The ankles, I, I sprained my ankle last night at the casino, but we're, we're, we're pushing through. We're pushing Mike, through. You know, I had to click off screen because I wanted to get through the intro for the first time in what feels like a couple of weeks without without laughing, sir. Yeah, it really, it's become a signature. Everybody's going to be like, wow, he didn't laugh. I'm shocked. Just laugh. Uh, you know, it's probably better to start the show off that way, right? Just oh, just every time, like, they're going to think it's fake. They're going to be like, this guy is fake laughs every time. Like, it's not. <laughs> no, definitely not. And Mike, where can we find you on Twitter? At CD Pigla, guys, nice and easy. Guys, I'm Paul Ryan. You can find me on Twitter at Paul underscore Ryan 15. Well, Mike, as always, I'm excited for our discussion tonight. Before we discuss anything football related, we must discuss one thing and one thing only. By now, you should know what I'm referring to. But for those who don't, I'm referring to my personal favorite topic, Meatless Monday. Mike, what was on the menu today? All right. So today was uh, I was on like no legs, basically. It's funny because the sprained ankle is like the one that hurts less because I have I have the thing that I that I get cut off every like six weeks is gone a little bit too far. So it's really sore right now. It needs to be removed. And that's on the left leg. And then I sprained the right leg. So I'm like, yeah, so it was very lazy. I had a, a glucose drink and a breakfast bar. I do like those kind breakfast bars. Um, I had a blueberry and almond one. I personally, I love the uh, the the banana peanut butter one. Ugh. A little expensive kind, but but they're really good. And then I had a falafel pita for lunch. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, it's easy. It's right there. I literally had it on the clock. I was like, I worked. I had a long day today. So, you know, mama wasn't going to give me crap over taking 10 minutes to have a pita, you know, while I was there. So. Yeah, and that I don't. I honestly have no idea what I'm going to do for dinner. Maybe one of the cauliflower crust pizzas or a quesadilla, or, you know, something. But it will be meatless. I don't know what it's going to be quite yet, though. So, Mike, I'm curious. When the chef of the household is is hobbled, do do the uh, people in the house will they, you know, kind of take care of you to try to help you out? No, not well. That's not true. There's certain if they're in here, like if they're if they're around, like if Mitchell is coming to play. PS5 or watch a show or something and I need a water or, you know, they'll, they'll help because they know I'm all jacked up. But other than that, I'm basically, you know, we're all in different areas. We don't, we don't exactly live in the same house right. really when we're, when we're, you know, when we're not in like a, like if somebody's using the kitchen, that's one area, that's about the area that we, that we all go in. But other than that, we're in such different areas me and Mitchell being on out renting uh, areas outside of the house and then the people in the house having their own space, you know, so they don't really bug me. I don't bug them. I hear you. Well, Mike, let's, let's talk some football over the weekend or last week, rather the Cowboys uh, were actually the NFL, the entire NFL released their schedule. Of course, the Cowboys being part of that, you know, what well, RG is the NFL releasing the schedule. Is that something you look forward to? Nope. Same. I don't even watch it. I was I had no idea it was going on. I didn't watch it. Uh I know we're talking about it later, but I I saw online the next day the Chargers one, which we'll get into. But minus that, I know Stephen A. Smith was in our thing. 
um, our release video. Like, uh, uh, you know, that's no surprise. You know, that the fake TV show, get, get attention, you know, uh, uh, newsflash. That guy really doesn't give a shit about the Dallas Cowboys. He wishes Dallas Cowboys would make the Super Bowl because it would explode on his network. So don't believe the, the one, the one slime ball on the other network is not a Cowboys fan. And the one on ESPN is not really a Cowboys hater. He wishes the cow, maybe he wishes they'd lose, but he wishes they were in the Super Bowl because it would be a ratings bonanza for ESPN and them. So yeah, it's, it just, it's kind of just, uh, uh, it's not for me. I don't, I don't do the schedule release. As far as Stephen A. Smith shows go, do you, do you think Cowboys make the Super Bowl and win, or if they make the Super Bowl lose, which one would be better for ratings, do you think? Oh, man. As long as they're in the game, I don't think it'll matter. Um, I think long-term it's better if they win because there's only so – after they lose, you get that one week of, of like, aha, they lost, the Cowboys fans are dumb or whatever, you know. And, uh, but if they win, then it becomes, can they repeat? Uh, what do they, who do they lose? Who do they bring back? You know, they're always going to be in the, the talk because they're the defending champs. They're the ones everybody's climbing to get. So ideally for the ratings, they would want Dallas to win the Super Bowl for sure. It's just, it's such a large fan base that it, it and it'll bring in their eyes to see what people say. Oh, what are they going to say now? Dallas won. You know, yeah. man, I feel like if the if the Cowboys were to get there and lose, that would be a story for months. I mean, people would start talking about that. It would just all the punches would be thrown. It would be kind of nonstop. I don't know. I think after after a week, what what do you say? Like they were good enough to make the Super Bowl, they lost the game. How many times can you go, ha ha, Cowboys fans? Like you can't really kill them. They made the Super Bowl. They were in the last game. They're obviously good. You can't be like, oh, Dak couldn't win the Super Bowl. Well, he fucking made the Super Bowl with a team that hadn't been in an NFC title game 26 years. Like, the, the it wouldn't even be about dissing Dallas. It would be about laughing at the fans because Dallas lost. Because what are you going to say about Dallas if they make the Super Bowl? Through the right. NFC with Green Bay and Tampa Bay and the Rams. Like, you know, if Drew Brees comes back, the Saints become, you know, a viable threat with the rest of that roster. So, you know... It, there's nothing really you could say to them except for, ha-ha, you guys lost, and that's not going to last a long time. I guess what I think would happen is, you know, they would laugh in our faces. Then they would use the narrative, is, is it time for Jerry to potentially sell the Cowboys to retire? And then they would start going to the stats. Like, if that got a bad game, we'd be like, he's the first quarterback to not have, like, 10, 10 first downs in the game. Or he's the first, maybe, you know, maybe he has a good game. He's the first quarterback to have 500 500 yards passing in the, in the Super Bowl and not win a game. Like, they would find anything and everything that keep making Dak and the Cowboys look bad is what I feel like they would do. The problem is, is so you're going to tell Jerry Jones after 26 years, he makes the Super Bowl, the last game of the year, and it's, oh, man, sell a team now. He's going to be like, we were just there. We're on our way back. You're going to be like, Tony Romo couldn't get us to an NFC Championship game, and you're going to be like, oh, Dak had a bad game in the Super Bowl? Well, Oh, what? he made the fucking Super Bowl. What are we talking about? You know, so I, I just, I don't think they would be able to beat up on them. They, they will, you know, but they'll I, find just, a way. Dude. They would find a of way. Of course, it just it won't last a long time because it's it's it is what it is. They made a Super Bowl. You can't really shit on them. 
they lost, you ha-ha the fans and you move on. If they win, though, now it becomes a, you know, a battle with can they repeat? Is there a dynasty? What is Where does this rank Dak Prescott? You know, all that stuff comes into play from there. So, you know, Mike, they had a special show, like a three-hour show for for the uh, NFL schedule release. Do you, do you feel like the schedule release is overrated? Hugely overrated. Immensely overrated. It's first of all, the schedule almost always leaks before the show comes on, and you know, all but like two games. So it's like, you know, if you're on social media, you see most of the schedule already, and then it just drags out forever. Like, it's I can't watch it, it's like unwatchable to me. I, I wait till the next day, check the schedule, get the one with the picture that I like the best, save it to my phone. Now I have Dallas's schedule. Yeah, um, you know, as far as the schedule being leaked, when I when I saw that tweet that uh, somebody put out that we were facing the Jaguars at noon week one, I was like, wow, that's a pretty lackluster week one performance. So, of course, you're going to have those people making things up. But, yeah, like, like you said, it's, pre- it's a pretty lackluster thing. It's I guess it's exciting just because we're getting that much closer to football, but it's definitely overrated for sure. Yeah, I agree. I 100% agree. So what were your initial thoughts on uh, – actually, excuse me. What, what were your thoughts on the Chargers schedule release? That was pretty freaking cool. That was, yeah. that was pretty awesome. If the, if if there's stuff like that, you know, it is pretty cool. Uh-huh. I just, I'd rather just see the videos on Twitter than, like, watch a show with all – you know what I mean? A three-hour show. Yeah. But, yeah, if, I, if, I, if the teams would release those videos and that's what the schedule thing would be, I'd probably watch all of them. That, that Charger yeah. one was pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was, I'm not a big anime guy, but when I saw that, man, I thought that was really freaking cool. It kind of made me uh, feel like I was missing out. Yeah, that was, it was better than the Stephen A. Smith one we got. Are you a big anime guy? I like a few. I like Castlevania, I like Vampire Hunter D. I like Akira, uh, which are older, shows my age right there. Um, newer stuff I haven't watched a lot of. But I'm a fan of the uh, of anime. I am a fan of it. Like I, I watch it. I have, uh, I had the, uh, I think a Blu-ray of Vampire Hunter D back in the day. That's somewhere you know stashed away, and I had a special edition of Akira that was a Blu-ray. Like you know, but all in all, I, I, I don't. I'm not like a over the top fan, but yeah. I know enough to know that that Chargers thing was pretty awesome. You never really got into Pokemon or a Dragon Ball Z, it sounds like. No, I was a Magic the Gathering guy more than oh, the okay. Pokemon. Mitchell was Pokemon. Um, and I never really got into Dragon Ball Z. Uh, I watched the Airbender because I liked M. Night Shyamalan. That's all I know about that. And that was really, really bad. Sorry to him. I, I love almost all his work. But yeah. that was a terrible movie. Yes, sir. Unlike old. Oh, I loved old. Yeah, old was so good. Man, yeah, that was really brilliant. Brilliant horror film. Brilliant. Yes, sir. Yeah, please watch that if you guys haven't already. Right, so uh, here we are, Mike. What were your initial thoughts on the Cowboys schedule? Uh, I liked it. I thought it was um, I thought it was a tough start that they got to survive through with Tampa and, and since he coming to Dallas, you can't, you know, lose both of those home games. So you're trying to get a split there. Um, I love the bye week, week nine, right before we go into uh, the uh, the the Green Bay and then the three Thanksgiving Day schedule. 
Yeah. Uh, so get you rested up for that and get you ready. Um, I love the opponents that we face in the three games. I was, re- I think it was me and you that were talking about it being like, or maybe me and LP, but there was, there was somebody talking about how, you know, it could be, uh, you know, like Tampa, um, Rams and like the juggernauts. I'm like, I don't want that at all. And like, you're testing yourself. I'm all, no, these are humans. You don't want them playing those three games in that many days and have to play those opponents. Like, they're going to be worn down. You need to play opponents you can you can beat up on a little bit, at least one yeah. of them. Um, and you got that in the Giants on Thanksgiving. You know, that should should be one you could beat up on. The other two are, you know, we always play Minnesota tough, no matter who the quarterbacks are going in. And, uh, and, uh, and then we have the Colts, who is scary because it's the third game, and they like to punish us in a way that we – haven't shown we're good at defending. So, you know, you're hoping you can win two or three of those. Uh, I like that the um, – that, I, that I thought it was Green Bay Vikings and then Giants. I thought no, that it, was a three-day stretch, right? It's Minnesota, uh, uh, Giants, and then uh, – uh, Minnesota, Colts. Giants, and then we get 10 days, which is another thing I was going to bring up. Instead of seven – like we yeah. have a couple, we got ten days finally, so it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be nice to get that extra rest for the Colts game. Mm-hmm. But I'm nervous about how they play. You know, Dallas has to show they can stop that type of football still. Right. And, uh, you know, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a test for them. You know, having those three games right there and being uh, can you come back in the ten days off? Can you get enough rest? Mm-hmm. Can you build yourself back up to be ready to play a game versus that physical style of team? Um, the Cowboys Eagles on my birthday is also the last thing I noticed December 24th week 16 uh, that could be for the division so that's interesting yeah my, my initial thoughts were I'm, I'm excited I'm intrigued but also a little worried man you talk about that first eight weeks of the season you've got that's a that's a tough tough schedule man that we have to go through yep gotta survive it you survive or or thrive you know what yeah. don't survive Go out and win your first two home games and, and put everybody on notice that now this ain't the team that beats the division and then loses to, you know, Tampa, Arizona. Anybody that has a, a quarterback in Dak's realm, we lose because we can't, you know, we can't have our quarterback carry us to a win, basically. So, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, that they can win, you know, win two of three versus Tampa uh, Bengals yeah. and Rams early. Win two of those three. When you look at the schedule, Mike, does it look feel like a first place schedule? Yes, but I will say that the Eagles have a first place schedule, a schedule that could put them right there too. Uh, initially, looking at it, I have our records very, very similar, and it could come down to the head to head for those two teams. So, yes, we have a first place schedule for for winning NFC East, but I think Eagles do too. You know, I was listening to the fan over the weekend, and somebody was saying that uh, the Cowboys and another team, I can't remember, they were tied for the easiest schedules in, in 2022. And Washington. The schedule, was it Washington? Okay, Washington. But when I saw the schedule, I looked at that first eight weeks, and then we've got a, a tough stretch from Thanksgiving on as well, like about a five-game five, five game stretch that's pretty tough with opponents as well. So I don't see how this could be considered an easy schedule myself. The thing is, if you look at it, Green Bay, 
Tampa Bay, Rams are the only three teams that that probably will get favored over Dallas. So I think that's one of the ways you say it's an easier schedule. That, okay. you know, they're going to be favored, barring injury, they're going to be favored in uh, 14, 13 or 14 of the 17 games. So, mm-hmm. you know, you look at it and you go, oh, Minnesota's tough. Like, that's not an easy game. It's not easy. But, you know, it's still, eh, you know, Minnesota. It's not yeah. even playing, uh, you know, well, we play Tampa, but it's not playing a, a better, higher up team. It's one you can, they could beat you, but you probably should beat them. So that's where they come up with the easiest. Do you think Dallas will be favored in the Cincinnati game? Yes. Oh, really? uh, wow. Yeah, they'll be home favorites unless they get wiped out by Tampa Bay. And yeah. even then on a bounce back, I think Sharks would kind of play them to to be the favorite, and that'll up the numbers in their favor. Right, so, right. yeah, I, w- I would bet that the that Dallas comes in, barring injury or something happening crazy in Tampa Bay, that Dallas comes in as a one-and-a-half to two-and-a-half point favorite versus uh, the Bengals. Uh, those first two games of the season is very similar to last year when we had Tampa and the Chargers. Now we get Tampa again and the Bengals. That's, that's a tough two weeks, man. This time let's win both. Yes, sir. You know, speaking of Tampa, Mike, how are you feeling about the uh, that facing Tampa Bay again in week one? I hate the matchup. I feel like they're the more talented team than we are. And um, and so it's going to come down to coaching. And we knew when Todd Bowles was the defensive coordinator, Leftwich was offensive coordinator, and Arians was the head coach, that they were a very well-coached team. Now we have to find out what the drop-off is defensively, Todd Bowles to whoever's replacing him, and then Todd Bowles having the responsibilities of the head coach and how that impacts offensive play calling. Does he have say in that? Does he get to say, we want to run more because we want to protect my defense? You know, stuff like that. So maybe we have better coaching. Maybe they do. I think they're more talented and – I don't know. They they beat us last year, and we were less. And I don't know if they're that as less as we are. Like I think our offensive line is a lot uh, worse week one. You know, not that they. You know, looking at it now on paper, you got to see Tyler Smith and them play together. But you're talking a lot of continuity, a loss of a guy who's been on uh, at left guard for three years. He at least knows the system. Um, a loss of the right right tackle. Lyle Collins played the first game against Tampa last time. You know, so will Steele be better or will he regress any? You know, so it's 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 going to be interesting. I just I don't like that there. I honestly would have liked the Bengals more the first week. You know, me personally, but it is what it is. We got to see uh, uh, Tom Brady week one and let's win. Are you are you going to be a contender or not? Go out there and beat those teams if you're going to be. Am I crazy to think that we have the edge on defense? You're not crazy. I don't know if Am I we stupid do. to think that we have the edge on defense. You're not. You're not stupid. It. The problem is is that we have a weakness that yeah. they're a really big strength at, and when you're playing football. Our, our weakness get, can get you killed. Be, being, being bad run defense efficiently, uh, not being able to uh, play the run efficiently, Green Bay's first or second in the league at it, 
or Tampa Bay is first or second in the league at it, where Dallas is like somewhere in the mid twenties, you know, 20 to 25. And so, you know, teams can, teams can find a way to run on you. Now, which team can exploit the other defense's weakness is the question. I don't know if Tampa's built to run on us. They're going to want to throw the ball. Uh, can that help us get off the field by being really good rushing Tom Brady on third down, you know, getting deflections, you know, we're, we're pretty good versus tight ends and he has some strong tight ends, you know, so maybe, you know, the, him looking towards them and us covering that section well helps. So maybe we're the better defense. I don't think we are game to game, but maybe yeah. in this matchup, we can exploit their defense better than they can exploit ours. Yeah. You know, when I saw that we were facing Tampa week one, like I got pretty excited. I'm, I'm excited for the challenge, and I, I like the revenge game narrative. Me too. I just don't know if they can pull it off. You know, we hear that all the time. Like, remember Arizona was supposed to be, they, you know, they talk crap, this and that. That team was on a losing streak. They came in and kicked our butt. We didn't know what yeah. they were doing, you know? So, I don't know. I just, I got to, I, I like the, the reason I like the draft that Dallas did is they understood that the mentality on that team was incorrect. And right, they right. went out and got some, some guys that fit more J-Ron Curse and Micah Parsons, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, a little less uh, uh, Amari Cooper, you know, a little less uh, Zach Martin and Tyron Smith, who are killers and I love them, but they're not, you know, rip your fucking heart out and eat it type yeah. players. Absolutely. We need a few of those. Michael, when you're looking at the schedule, what game What game are you looking forward to most this year? Uh, Green Bay. Um, oh, okay. I like that. Yeah. It's going to tell me a lot about the team because, one, it's coming off a bye – Two, it's how the team's playing for McCarthy. Mm-hmm. You know, are, are they going to up the intensity for their coach? Or yeah. is it, oh, this guy's done in a year anyway. Who cares? You know, it's not going to, you know, it's not going to influence at all. Or is it going to be like, our coach wants to win this game. Let's go. Like, I believe that if they played Seattle or Atlanta, they would pump up, pump their chest out. Let's go for Dan Quinn. But will they do that for Mike McCarthy? I want to find out. So it's an intriguing one. Uh, the off the buy, obviously, it it gives you it gives you the bye week to see if the coaches can come up with a way to stop Rodgers and come up with a way to attack the Green Bay's defense specifically. So I like that, and uh, and just having to play Aaron Rodgers and beat him. You know, can you can you get over the hump of beating him? You know, in in big games, and 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 that's a big game because it's going to go into the stretch of three, and if you can come off your buy and get that win. It's enormous. Yeah, for me, Mike, I'm, lo- I'm most looking forward to this week two game versus Cincinnati. After Joe Burrow, you know, made the Super Bowl and Dak lost in the first round, there was a lot of discussion there on Twitter. Is Joe Burrow better than Dak Prescott? And a lot of people did say they'd rather have Joe Burrow. So I kind of like to see Dak go out there and prove, you know, prove who the better quarterback is. Yeah, that's a that's a good one because uh, I think there's a g- very good uh, argument for Joe Burrow to be uh, put higher, like. It's, it makes me kind of like when people put Justin Herbert, I'm like, why? Dak better statistically. His team got in the playoffs. They won a game. Or they they got there, you know. Yeah. And uh, I like, you know, Justin Herbert gets that, that oh, he's better than Dak. And I'm like, eh, you know, it isn't. But Joe Burrow, you know, took a team, you know, busted ass, led him to the Super Bowl. Like, I can understand that statement. Same with uh, Josh Allen, the way he played in the playoffs. Matt Stafford taking his team to a Super Bowl win. 
when people put them over Dak, those three over Dak now, I'm like, not a bad argument. I kind of more argue with the Russell Wilsons and the Herberts and especially the Kyler Murray. I don't get that one at all. Or the Deshaun Watson. Those are the four that I argue with now about, nah, I got to keep Dak still above those four. I'm sorry. I hear you, Mike. So, you know, looking at the schedule again, where do you feel is the shot game of the year? Jags. Right before the birthday divisional game uh, against Philly that could be for the division. And then the next week is Tennessee, which the team, you know how they play and what we're weak at. You know what they're going to try to do to us. They're going to try to punk us both sides of the ball. So I think, you know, you're you're going in, looking ahead to those last two games. You overlook a Jags team that's probably done at that point. And you see what they did to, what was it, the Colts. Last yeah. year, late in the year, got a win versus them, I think, week 16 or 17. And then the last week of the season, they lost or something like that. Maybe it was the last week that they lost that game. But either way, it was like, what? So, you know, you 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 got to come prepared. That's an ultimate trap game. Yeah, for me, Mike, it's going to be a week 14 versus the Houston Texans. You look at the Texans, they've got the, I don't know if you want to call them a question at quarterback, but, you know, from what I saw, I, I thought Davis Mills looked good. They've got a team that, that fights kind of that gritty that's really that's playing for each other but not really playing for a lot as far as, you know, playing for playoffs or the shot at the division or anything like that. It's just I feel like those teams are dangerous. and I think they're they're young, they're hungry, they're up and coming, man. So those are the teams that, that scare me. Yeah, yep. So Texans are a trap game just because they're not very talented right now. And so it's just hard to get up for that game. Right. It's kind of uh, – Make you think about the Denver game when you just thought you could kind of kind of roll in there and get it done. Bingo. Absolutely right. Well, what are your thoughts on the week eight bye? You know, we have a pretty tough schedule though that first stretch of the season, and we get a what you would think is a, a good timing for a bye, but then you have that really tough stretch heading into Thanksgiving. Was it it's week eight, it's not week nine? Week eight's the bye. Why did I, I think could it be was wrong? Week. Maybe it is week nine, because yeah, but you know what? Maybe week I think you have it wrong. It is a week nine. Week um, I like that because it's right before that 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 stretch going into the Thanksgiving. You have you have the one Green Bay game, then you have your three over Thanksgiving, and that's kind of my the stretch that I uh, the stretch that I uh, that I most like look at at first in the you look at your opening game, of course, then you go and look for the bye week, and then I look for that stretch of games and having the bye week right there. I like that. I like where that's settled. So I'm hoping, uh, you know, the last two times it was versus Minnesota and we beat them coming off the yeah. bye with our backup quarterback. So hopefully coming off the bye with Dak, we can uh, we can get Green Bay. You know, and then that stretch we have to play, I believe it's like the Lions and the Commanders and I think the, the Rams and maybe the Eagles, some pretty physical teams. So maybe that would be a nice to have a break before we, we go down to Green Bay. Or yeah, we play Green Bay, rather. You should be beat up a little bit by then with the teams you're playing before. So it's a pretty good one, you know. You can't if, as long as it's past like week eight, you're not complaining, you right. know. Ideally, now you want like week 11, 12, 13, but we're never going to get that because of our Thanksgiving thing. So, you know, you take that, you take that uh, that week nine, and you accept it. Yes, sir. So when you look at the uh, the divisions that we're playing, the NFC North and or and the AFC South. Which do you feel poses the more significant threat? Definitely the AFC South for me, because the oh, play really? style, yeah, the play style of the Colts and Titans, 
play mm-hmm. right into uh, what we do poorly compared yeah. to um, compared to uh, the NFC South or the NFC North. And, you know, Green Bay can run like that. But other than that, the Bears, the, the Detroit Lions and Minnesota, they don't scare you. Um, Minnesota's a pretty tough running team too, but I just think Titans, Titans and Colts like live in that mentality. That's their thing. Yeah, for me, I'm going with the NFC North because you look at the Packers, they've got the quarterback, they've got the one-two punch and Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon who can tear you up. In addition to having the strong defense, then you've got the Vikings who, you know, Kirk Cousins in that offense with Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook and uh, you know, that they could easily tear you up. I don't know what, what to expect from their defense this year. But then you've got the Bears who, you know, are still a young defensive team, but, you know, maybe Justin Fields has one of those games where it kind of catches you off guard if you, if you get caught sleeping. And they have a good running back duo with, with David Montgomery and um, and Khalil Herbert. And, of course, you've got the Lions who, who showed a lot of improvement last year who were playing for something, you know, playing for their coach. Jared Goff, you know, trying to prove that he still belongs in this league. So I'm, I'm definitely more worried about the NFC North just because of their veteran quarterbacks. I like the uh, bottom half. It's, I like Detroit and Bears more than I do Houston and uh, and um, the Jags. But that that Titans are going to be a big challenge for us because you look at it and you think, ah, Dallas should probably win that. But that style bothers me. If we lose to Green Bay, nobody's going to say anything because Aaron Rodgers. You know, they're just going to go, oh, Aaron Rodgers got him again. But if they lose both to Tennessee and uh, the, Col- or the Colts, that's rough, man. They, they got to be able to, to defend those type of teams better. Do you think Dallas will have a harder time stopping Rodgers in the offense, or do you think that the Cowboys offense will have a harder time against the Green Bay defense? I think Cowboys offense always one of the tops in the league. They'll get to everybody pretty much. Even last year when they were average in the second half of the year, they still yeah. were a pretty tough defense when their when their offensive line wasn't like cratered, you know. When they weren't starting McGovern and Steele on the left side for the first time ever, and Kansas City comes in with Chris Jones and Clark and these, you know, and they just annihilate you. They 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 hold up pretty well. You know, Mike, uh, could this be the year? It's been three years since we won Thanksgiving. Could this be the year we end the drought? It better be. The Giants should not win a game versus us. They're not a very good team. They just shouldn't be in our round. That should be a sweep. So, yeah, that this Thanksgiving should be a win. You know, I almost have this game as a trap game, Mike, because with Brian Dabble and, you know, you just look at the Giants, what, what are they really playing for? They're probably – wanting to save some face the players on the team when they're wanting to fight for something, wanting to prove that, you know, they're tired of being overlooked, man. That, that's a team that, you know, we're coming up that, that tough stretch heading into the heading into Thanksgiving, man. I'm, I'm worried about that game, but I'm hoping you're right, but I don't think it's going to be an easy victory. Just stomp them. Stomp that team out. They're not as talented. Stomp them. They don't have a quarterback. Their running back never plays. Their offensive line's always being rebuilt. Their defense has no cornerback one anymore. It's it's just not a very good unit. They should be able to beat that team. Do do running backs like Derrick Henry worry more or or Saquon Barkley against our defensive line? Mentalities. So not the Giants. The mentality of how the Niners run is what punked us. The mentality of how the Rams won is what punked us. Denver. 
how they how they you know giants don't have that they're they're you know they're just not a mentally tough no matter what we're gonna put it right down your throat saquon barkley is not even that type of runner he's a look around look around lose two yards lose a yard gain a yard gain two yards 60 yard run he's more of that style gotcha gotcha so you know what what game do you do you see on the schedule that could be our season defying game all right, so there's three that are options. Tampa, obviously, game one. You're you're redoing last year when when you couldn't beat any of the good teams. You yeah. you probably shouldn't have lost that game because of the offensive pass interference, but it wasn't. It was a good game back and forth. It doesn't matter, you know. So, can you beat them? Uh, Rams going to L.A. The distractions of L.A. Can your team stay focused? Can you play the defending champs? Can you beat them at their house? And then Green Bay, off a bye, playing for the coach, facing Aaron Rodgers. That's going to be my choice. I'm going to choose Green Bay because I think it's going to say a lot about what the team believes in this coach. And and that's going to matter if we're really going to make, try to make a run. That's a good one. Mike, for me, it's going to be that Thanksgiving game against the Giants. Uh, this game could go so many ways, and it could be a must-win game when you look at our schedule and the first 10 weeks of the season. Wow, I did not expect a Giants game to get uh, the the season-defining game. But all right. The, the first nine games or the first eight games before that game, you know? Oh, yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, it's it's brutal. It's That that first eight, you're trying to survive at like five and three. You get through that five and three, you're licking your chops for the second half of the season. Absolutely. What week do you think the Cowboys could win the division? My birthday. I think the Eagles have a very favorable schedule, and I think that the division is going to come down to tiebreakers, the the head-to-head. And I think uh, Dallas is going to sweep Philly because I just think we're better at quarterback, even though they're they're probably the better overall roster. We're better at quarterback enough to where we'll be able to beat them twice. Um, Jalen Hurts hasn't done well versus Dan Quinn, so – I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take our defense to put a hurt on Hertz and Dak to score enough on a really good uh, Eagles front uh, seven and and we'll go with that we'll go with them winning on my birthday winning the division. Mike, you stole my answer because I have Week 14 against the Eagles as well on your birthday. Uh, excuse me, Week 16 versus the Eagles on your birthday. That would be nice to to win the division to take it from the Eagles and. Uh, you know, that'd be pretty cool for them to win the division on your birthday, sir. Yes, I would. That would be the ultimate birthday gift. Please let that happen, or have it well, done by then. But get the W. What? What a victory over the Eagles on week is it fifteen or sixteen? Sixteen. It's sixteen, right? Okay, that's what I thought. Would that be the perfect birthday gift? Yes, it would. It would be what I'll ask for. Just beat the Eagles. I'll be happy. Yes, sir. I couldn't agree more, Mike. So here we are with Mike Spee from the sidelines. Mike, you're, you know, you work for Cowboys Wire. You've got some, you know, you probably got a little bit of inside information more so than the general public. Uh, I'm curious, do you have any uh, rookie camp reviews that maybe some some notes that, that, that regular guys like me wouldn't know about? Now, nah, here's the best thing is I knew my answer going into this. And I was like, do I want to like cop out and just tell them, hey, leave this off of the thing. I've been I've been busy working. I haven't seen one thing of rookie camp yet, except for something on NFL Network that was Tyler Smith like running with a ball or something, backpedaling with a ball. That's all I've seen of rookie camp. I I don't 
I don't really pay too much attention to it unless there's something I need to write. And I, I just, I had too much going on at Gaffney's at the time. I worked all, um, all the way through till Sunday. I had Sunday off, but I went to the casino Sunday. So I just, I haven't been here really to, to go over it. So instead of telling you, Hey, take this question off. I was a man and said, Nope, I don't know shit. Do you really put, how much value do you put into rookie camps? Do they get out of it healthy? You know, I mean, I don't want them to be Traylon Burks. Not that, and this is where stuff gets overblown. Like, yeah, Traylon Burks is a little heavy. He's a little, you know, he's sucking wind right now. But he's going to use this time to get in shape, and he's going to be fine. So, like, little things could turn into big, giant, unnecessary things. Uh, and that's why I don't pay too much attention to him. But you learn some stuff. You 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 understand that, like, Ferguson's Ferguson's doing really well. That is something that I heard uh, uh, last night or today that yeah. uh, that Ferguson, the tight end from Wisconsin, mm-hmm. has looked really good in his inline uh, work with the uh, with the tight ends. What I heard was Tyler Smith with Kiba Long. He looked really comfortable playing at guard. I heard the same thing about Ferguson. I heard David Hellman today. He was on the uh, A to Z podcast. And he was saying he didn't really get to see much of the receivers or what he did see of the receivers is that it was so windy that really balls weren't making it to him. And, you know, it was kind of hard to, to evaluate it just because of the wind. So he, he said that might have been a cop-out answer, but that was the honest truth. Was it with uh, Sky, uh, Skywalker Steele or Mauricio Rodriguez? I believe. Okay, because it, it was just part of the show, I guess. So it was just a picture of David Hellman, but it, it was Skywalker Steele's voice. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so it was the late uh, the morning show. He yeah. does the morning. Mauricio Rodriguez does the night. You guys should be listening to that. A to Z is awesome. I love those guys. All right, Mike. Here we are with one word. Use one word to describe your feelings about the twenty twenty two season. Now that the schedule has been released, uh, pessimistic. Oh, I don't. Like I don't think they've done enough to be a true contender, and it'll be more on hoping that Whitworth has knocked the Rams back a little bit, hoping age has knocked uh, uh, Tampa Bay back a little bit, hoping that the loss of Devontae has knocked Green Bay back a little bit, hoping other teams like uh, like um, uh, Buffalo or or um, Denver or uh, uh, the other team, the Chargers haven't improved enough to overtake you as contenders, you know, if they play them uh, somehow playing the Super Bowl, they're not just way better teams, you know. So, I'm um, I'm pessimistic. I don't I don't I don't know how all in Dallas is for this year, to be honest. Yeah, Mike. You know, with, with five of our first six games on prime time and four of those games against playoff teams, uh, six games in less than six weeks, three of our last four games of the season are on the road, and rookies starting at key spots on offense. My feeling is that the season is going to be problematic. It could be. It could be. That Eagles schedule is pretty easy. So they're, they're, they're looking at 10-plus wins. So you're going to have to win a lot of games this year. Yeah. yeah. All right, Mike, here we are with top five uh, tonight. And top five, top of tonight is going to be midnight snacks. Start us off with number five, Mike. I know, I know Skinny Mike, he doesn't probably eat too many midnight snacks, but if he can go back to Big Mike. 
I'm, I am, I'm getting big Mike right now. Like I'm, I'm hovering. Uh, I'm serious. I'm like 245. Did I put on like 25 pounds? I'm not 323 Mike, but, but 240, yeah. Mike is not good. He's not fitting in his two X shirts. That's why I'm going on my reset starting Wednesday. I, I have to get 10 pounds off and then, and then work from there, you know, but that, that initial 10s got, I got to get 10 pounds off just so I'm comfortably fitting in my shirts and everything. I, I can see it in my face. I don't want to talk about midnight snacks. Hey, listen, my, my first snack is an envy apple. And basically what that is, is a lot of times when I'm up eating at midnight, cause I have low blood sugar mm-hmm. and that's probably the most effective and delicious way to count and, and healthiest way to counteract it. I don't even eat other apples. Don't ask me about Fuji or, or, any of the other bullshit crap apples that you guys eat, I pay for and I eat envy apples because they are like biting into a crunchy box of juice. Apple juice, they're incredible. They should sponsor the show. They're amazing. Oh, That's wow. my number five. The best, they will ruin you for other apples. I used to hate apples because I'd only ever eat like the red ones or the Granny Smith apples. First time I had a Fuji and envy apple, changed change the game for me. Like. Envy, envy is, man. I won't even eat other apples. I'm like, I become a snob. I'm like, apple it's in the apples or I don't want one. Have you had an NB apple pie? No, uh-uh. I haven't. I have made, I make salads with them. I have made a cobbler maybe with one. Maybe. Ooh. But apple I, I don't remember it well enough. To My tell number five. Oh, oh, sorry. No, no, please, please. I said so number five for me. Well, we're kind of in a similar uh, similar vein here, but I'm going with fruit. But to be more specific, I love cold grapes and mandarin oranges. Ah, yummy! Amazing. We both our fat ass went with fruit first. Like anybody <laughs> believes that? They're all yeah, sure, fatties. I'm sure you guys you haven't had fruit at midnight, and I actually had fruit at midnight yes the day before yesterday because my sugars were 38. I almost I legit almost died. Like 30s, you go into a coma. And I was wow. getting it, yeah. I was getting in bed, and I was like, "Man, I must be really tired. I just feel," and I, and I something came over me and said, "You know what? Check your sugars just just to make sure." Thirty eight. I was like, "Damn! If I'd have fell asleep, I may not have got back up." How crazy is that? That like an intuition hit that said, "Just check." And I went and got an MB apple and some toasted rich chips, and and that's what I ate. I will thank God for the apple and those toasted rich chips, Mike, and your intuition, sir. Man, I was. It's crazy how that shit works. It really is. All right, Mike, number four on my list. I'm going with trail mix. And to be specific, oh, yeah. there's this there's this stuff called indulgent mix at Walmart. It's like uh, it's almonds, cashews, dried cranberries, white chocolate chips, um, dark, and dark chocolate chips. Very, very good. I like that. My go-to granola is the one that has, uh, like, dried pineapple in it. Mm, um, yeah. uh like I think it has pretzels or something, you know, but it's the it's the tropical yeah. one, basically. Tropical so yes. What's, the, what's number four on your list? Pretzels. Oh, nice ones. Salty, crunchy. I like the big ones, so I could eat them in like sections. I want to eat yes. one hoop, then the other hoop, then that bottom line, and then the last part. That's that's how I run, roll with pretzels. When you get a soft pretzel, are you like a cheese guy or a mustard guy? I don't really do soft pretzels, but if I get one, I'm normally taking a bite off somebody else's 
and I will eat either one that they have. I'm not picky, but I don't or I don't think I've ever ordered a soft pretzel. Yeah, you know, uh, you know the place Annie Ann's and the malls and everything. Some people yeah. live and die by them. I, anytime I've ever gone there, I've always gotten one of their lemonades. But um, I've had one of their pretzels before, and it was good. But I guess I don't get all the hype. I mean, I like a soft pretzel, but it's not something I I would eat every time I go to the mall or anything. Take a wild guess where the only place I've had the soft pretzels is. Disneyland. <laughs> Correct, sir. And it's somebody else buying them, and I just use them and dip them in whatever they allow. They had one that was like a pepperoni bread. It was pretzel, but it had like pepperoni and cheese in it. Mm. And it, and a marinara probably dipping sauce, and it was pretty good. I remember that. Sounds good. All right, Mike, what's number three on your list? Three is Doritos. Hey. And when I say Doritos, just Doritos, what flavor am I talking about? Cool Ranch. No. You know that's not your cheese, mean. baby. Yes. The only Correct. flavor that matters. Yeah, that yes. The only flavor that matters. The only flavor that is a Dorito. All the other ones are Doritos, some other bullshit. If I tell you Doritos, it's nacho cheese. If I tell you Doritos Cool Ranch or Doritos fucking some other bullshit, that they have Cool Ranch Flaming Hot, I saw now, which seems weird. It's like Cool Ranch. And then wouldn't the Flaming Hot just overwhelm the Cool Ranch? It didn't make sense. Oh, dude, the, the, hot, the Flaming Cool Ranch is delicious, dude. Is it? I only Seriously. eat, I only eat real Doritos. I only eat real Doritos. Have you ever had Cool Ranch Doritos and guacamole? Uh, no, I, I'm dead serious. I only eat real Doritos. That's it. I don't eat the fake flavors at all. You get yeah, I'm, right, dude. I don't want. I want Doritos. Why am I getting this off-brand crappy? Not off-brand. Yeah, you that's off. That's, that's that's Doritos and some bullshit. I don't need the and some bullshit. Just give me the Doritos. <laughs> All right, Mike, you, you know, the algorithm is going crazy. We've, we've probably been blocked or people are leaving the show because of your, your potty mouth tonight. Thank God this is a, this, this is not a family-friendly show. But number three on my list, I'm, I'm going with, it's cake, Mike. You know, sometimes you go to a, a get-together, you bring home a plate, you've got, you've got a slice of cake, or you go to a birthday party, you have people come over, and you've got, you know, you make a cake for whatever reason, some sort of celebration, and you know, you're watching the show, you're about to watch a movie, and you're like, man, I want some something to drink. And you kind of forget about that slice that, that you've been looking forward to. And you forget, like, you forget about it, you go in the fridge, you get your drink, and there it is right there on that paper plate. No better feeling than finding a, a slice of cake in the fridge for a midnight snack. Listen, so Doritos are not. <laughs> all obsessed with those Doritos. I love cake. It's. Man, it's just hard being diabetic. Like, I don't ever think I've had a piece of cake at midnight. I mean, I've, uh, my fat ass definitely has. That's bullshit. Right. I'm talking like when, 20 years ago when I was enormous. You know, I haven't had one recently to where I could like, like my list, my list sucks, dude. My list of midnight snacks sucks because I don't have anything like that. Right? I was doing the list like, God, I have like the worst Midnight, like I almost put my kind bars on there. What a loser. Your kind bars, your healthy granola bar made a midnight snack list. You have an apple on there. God, dude. What have you become, Mike? I know. I you cake would have been on mine for sure. Not too long ago. Cake for sure. 
Thankfully, I don't need too many midnight snacks, but and thankfully, I don't have too many too much cake in the house. Because if I did, man, I'd be in big trouble. I'm just glad neither of us went dirty. I mean, I'm hoping you're oh, mine stuck with food. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying we can turn this real. We can turn this around real quick if we if we're talking about what we really want at midnight. <laughs> Before we really really go off the rails, I'm going to go with number two on my list, Mike, and number two is cereal. Oh, see, how does cereal not make my list? My list sucks. You don't really need a lot of cereal, though, right? Again, because of you know the Weight Watchers and counting points and everything, right? No, no, because that's that's one where you could take your insulin. Because you, you, there's enough in a bowl of cereal to where you take your insulin and just have a bowl of cereal at midnight, you know, and then in the morning you're all feeling fat, but still that's, you can definitely have cereal. Cereal's a good one. Cereal should have been on my list. I told you I was going to miss some because of the sleep and the ankle and the, man, cereal was a big miss by me. Back in the days of Big Mike, what was, what were one of his favorite cereals or some of his favorite cereals? Uh, Cookie Crisp. Love Cookie mm. Crisp, uh, Golden Grams. I now like the s'mores, which is like Golden Grams, Cocoa Puffs, and little marshmallows together. Oh That's man, like, that sounds great. Yeah, the s'mores cereal is good. Um, Fruity Pebbles, Cocoa Pebbles. Uh, I used to take wheat checks, and you know, you're, you're like, oh, wheat checks healthy, but I'd put like a fourth a cup of sugar in the bowl and mash it up, so the milk was basically just icing. It was like, oh, God, I can't even. It's so gross now that it's like, that's not good. Cinnamon checks are low-key good, dude. They have a perfect crisp. Yeah. A crunch. It's funny that I like cereal, but I hardly ever eat it. I, I mm-hmm. really almost never have cereal. So it's it's a it's because I use almond milk maybe now, and it just is different, you know? It's not the same at all. Yeah, and I can't have the fat from the from the whole milk, and I can't have the sugars that they put in to replace the fat for the you know the two percents and the non-fats. So I'm just effed. I have to have almond milk, and so it's just it isn't. It's it's fine. The cereal's fine, but it's not the same. You don't get that lasting that 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 stays on your tongue afterwards. Yeah. All right, Mike. What, what's number two on your depressing list? Glazed walnuts, oh. and I made. I put it on there because I've just been eating them lately. I have them. I normally have them for salads. And yeah. it, 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 and I would just reach over into the bag and grab a handful of them and pop them. And I was like, oh, I've been eating glazed walnuts. All right, I'll put that on there. Because I didn't think of fucking cereal, which is obviously an answer you put in your top five of Midnight Snaps. Of course, cereal. Cereal Dude, should be up there. I messed that up. Glazed pecans, man, they're so dangerous because you can eat way too many in one sitting. Oh, and you're and you'll trick yourself. You'll tell yourself you're healthy because it's like, yes, nuts. That's not that bad. It's not candy, but it's still a sugar coated. You know, it's it's not good for you. You know, they 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 glazed it in a bunch of crap that's bad for you. But I do love them, man. Walnuts and um, walnuts and pecans glazed are so good. Are you a big fan of like yogurt covered pretzels? And- yes, very big. I like the white more than the chocolate. I like the mm-hmm. white one, personally. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right, Mike, here we are, number one. What's number one on your list? All right, this is my one really good one. I, I guess a couple of them, but fudge sticks in the freezer. The little uh, Keebler elf, the orange. They're orange and white wafers, and then they're covered in chocolate. 
and it's kind of like a cookie Kit Kat, a cookie version of a Kit Kat. So cold though, has to be cold. So good. My Nana RIP, she used to love fudge sticks, dude. Bro, all day. I mean, it's they're bad. I gotta, I don't buy them because I'll go through too many of those. It's, it's not. I've never cold. had them cold. Have to. Only way to do it, bro. Cold. Trust me. Get a pack, put it in your freezer, and then by next week, you'll be like, why was I not doing this before? I have ruined every fudge stick I had before I did this. All right, Mike, here we are, number one on my list. And this, this should be pretty obvious, but I think this might be number one on a lot of people's list. It's going to be ice cream. Man, see? How did ice cream not get in my top? I have glazed walnuts and apples in my top five and not ice cream. What is happening in the world? I'm going to forgive you, Mike, because I know you've had a long week and you had a long day. You're, you're, uh, you're injured, so you're not at 100% tonight. It was, yeah, I got, the sh- I got the show sheet today. I went after it after 2 o'clock, and my day's been, I was off Tuesday. It's been work, 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 get drunk, go to the casino, injure yourself, work, and then come home and do the so- show sheet. So I was like, and I'm on, I'm on a mode of losing the weight. So I've right. been good about my stuff. So I'm not in snack mode. I'm not trying to yeah. think about it. Uh, like, cause there's a bag of Doritos in there and I'm like, I don't want to think about Doritos. Like, I don't want to go in there and have to eat in the Doritos. So yeah, I just, I, I want to go on my reset and I need to lose some weight and I don't want to think about frigging these stupid snacks. So yes, your list was way better than mine. I'll admit it way, way, way better. My, my list sucked. I'm curious when it comes to ice cream, like, do you like to have it in the, in the, uh, like in a waffle cone or sugar cone? Do you like to eat it straight as a pint? Are you a bowl guy, milkshake? What are, what are we doing here? Here's how I do ice cream. Ben and Jerry's comes out with a new flavor. I buy it. I take two to three bites of it. I give it to the house because otherwise I'll run through it and being diabetic, it's very damaging. But I want to try every flavor. Like I get every any new Ben and Jerry's flavor that's in California, Fresno, in my area. No. I try it. We I just tried mudslide. I just tried I just tried two brand new ones last week. But you have a couple of bites and you're like, I don't like the top things that they've started doing. I don't like that. I don't I don't want some layer I gotta break through to get to my fucking ice cream. I don't like that. Ben and Jerry's, y'all, y'all don't need that. You're better than that. Yeah, Ben and Jerry's, man. That eating eating one of those pints is really easy. And then you look at the calories, it's almost a thousand calories a pint. It's it's brutal. It's hard. I love them. Couple bites, get it the hell away from you. Yes, sir. I, you know, I like to do. I like to get a pint, get some cones, and one pint can make about four cones. So me and the wife can share. We don't feel too bad about just eating one full pint in one sitting. You know, not bad, not bad. You can do a half and half. Do a do the cones that time, then do one more the next time. Then you, then you're not so bad. Yeah, there you go. Well, Mike, you know, I, I know the energy was a little low. No. Was a little low tonight, guys. So please forgive us for that. Again, Mike, Mike's the star of the show, and he's banged up, so I'm always feeding off to him. So blame him if you if you were unentertained tonight. I really wanted to get it under an hour or two and look at our time. I was, trying, I was trying not to go talk too much. So let's get it. Let's get it done before now. Woo-hoo! Well, Mike, the star of the show, he has to speak, my friend. I yeah, I talk too much. That's why we run over. Is 100. I talk way too much. Well, Michael, we're getting you out of here. Remind the people they can find you on Twitter. 
at let me see nope this way at cd piglet nice and easy yes, letter sir. c letter d piglet do it guys i'm guys i'm paul ryan you can find me on twitter at paul underscore ryan 15. we appreciate you joining us and we'll see you guys next week under an hour